Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Marietta Jones. Good evening, everyone who's here listening to us. Alex Finn. Hello, my lovelies. Samson Davis. We needed to normalize a week-long fall break to complement spring break, because I'm dying. That's what Thanksgiving's for, obviously. Clearly, it's equivalent. And Stace Babcock. Maybe they would give you a break, Samson, if you helped with the harvest. <laughs> we do pigs here, no? Also, pigs are in, like, the northeast, <laughs> northwest. Mm-hmm. I'm in this middle. Do you mean us? Iowa land? Yeah. Okay. That's that's where Ames is. No, I... Sh- yeah, Ireland, which encompasses Nebraska, Iowa, that <laughs> other square state. <laughs> that's kind of what I was meaning with that statement. <laughs> it's kind of all... Even Eastern, Eastern Colorado, mostly. Let's be real. It's just kind of... Yeah. Who remembers what happened last time? I am going to pick on Stace. Hell yeah. So last time on Explorers Wanted, nobody disguised themselves and went down to breakfast at the Dockside Hotel. It's accurate, Samson. Yeah. You know. Kind of missing some context there, Nick's in your morning runs. I said nobody disguised themselves. That seems accurate. Lo and behold, there was a wanted poster for the gang, uh, for Cha-Cha and Nick specifically, behind the bar. And the bartender is a narc, alerted the guard who showed up. And uh, I'm not going to look at you guys while I do this. <laughs> yeah, don't. <laughs> your facial expression. Look at your notes. <laughs> I am looking at them. They're, they're half a post-it note. I don't know what you want. <laughs> the party goes outside and encounters six city guards who are like, hey, you're the people from the posters. And Chacha's like, attack. And Nix is like, no, and takes the attack, takes a ray gun projectile to the back. Italia, noticing nothing, attacks with Onslaught. I think it was Onslaught, or was it Flash? Flash. Yeah. Flash. <laughs> Dilly threw down some illusory shit to make the crew look like vaguely recognizable versions of themselves. Stunt doubles, yeah. Yeah, stunt doubles. and Yeah, stunt doubles. And Nyx throws down the temporal mine uh, to freeze the guards in place. I apparently made up that the mine lasts for four hours. It lasts for eight. So, mm. But they're stuck there. For eight hours? Not aging, can't be damaged, they're fine. The, we run away and decide to go shopping. And while shopping, Nyx got a sweet new outfit. Dilly did something. And Cha-Cha bought a nuke. Mm-hmm. Doomsday device, which can obliterate everything within a mile and turn it into ash. Yeah, Cha Cha is a nuclear power now. Cha Cha is a nuclear power. Which one? We're not going to speculate. <laughs> and I tell you, got a really cool yeah. time reset thing that can undo the previous five minutes. She gave Lie Eater to Nyx, who is going to use it soon, just because. Yeah. Did anything else happen while we were shopping? Hang on. Natalia is now specialized in understanding new era. Yes. Right <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. And then there was a brief consideration of planting 
like insignias or making illusions of key assassins to distract Mm -hmm. the queen and make her more paranoid about key than Nix's parents. There was no follow through on that. And then Atalia reaches into her pocket. It's like a note pulls it out. It's from her mom. And it says, meet me at GMAS tonight. Mm -hmm. We need to talk. We need to talk. Love mom. That really what it said. Heart, heart, X, X, O, X. Okay, I get that this is a fantasy game. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> Your mom is great. Tell her, tell her I miss her. Okay. And it's at this moment, Cha-Cha, that you notice a small figure staring at you from down the alley. The figure appears to be somewhat translucent. They look like they could be maybe an eight-year-old boy. With the exception of that where that boy's eyes would be, there are instead black pits from which emits a strange purple vapor. It's the season. Mm-hmm. And that kid looks at you, raises his fingers to his lips in a shushing expression, and then crooks his finger at you to follow. Oh, Judge is going to follow because clearly, clearly, this is... Chacha's jam. Mm-hmm. It's a horror and it's a kid. I know. It's just like it was built for Chacha. Mm-hmm. So the kid kind of leads you into the hustle and bustle of the street. You're able to keep up with them, no problem. Which is interesting because, you know, you're you're both much, much shorter than everyone else, you know, around. Like you're just kind of weaving between people. And you guys are already here, like, in the academic ward. And the kid leads you along the street. He kind of hops around a cog courier that is wandering down the street, picking things up. And it doesn't take long before you start seeing familiar parts of this neighborhood. And the kid ducks into an alley and goes into a door that seems to be kind of just hanging on its hinges and it's a door that you know very well because it's a door you once rekeyed the locks to oh no for polos's shop awkward and like side note it's actually super easy for a shorter person to weave through crowds yeah i do it frequently and it pisses people off <laughs> um i think chacha's gonna kind of approach but more in the not as, like, gung-ho running into it like she did with her special little friend, Blob, but kind of uh, making sure no one's waiting for her. Mm, okay. So are you trying to, like, are, are you trying to sneak up or are you just trying to peer in first? Or, I think both. Or both. Okay. So let's start with a stealth roll of... See, the kid is leading you there. So if there's anybody in there, they would already know something's going on. So it's probably a stealth roll of 18 to start. And then if you've got any skills or effort you want to spend. I don't think any of those skills apply because I don't think Cirque du Soleil would apply unless... No, it won't. I can't think of a good perception-based thing of Cirque du Soleil. And is this like a speed roll? Right. Well, right now it's stealth. Mm -hmm. This is stealth, so it's speed. 
just gonna roll it because it's funnier this way. Because Chacha surprisingly doesn't have a good speed pool. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got a 10. Okay. Yeah, so you, you know, creep your way up there and you think you're being pretty quiet. I mean, if there's one thing from performing and from running and things like that, you know how to be light on your feet. It's just that you suspect that if there's anybody in there, they know you're coming because you do hear a deep resonant voice from inside. It sounds a lot like Buddy Cop saying, cha-cha, no need to be coy. You can come inside. Oh, no. Cha-cha does not say that. I guess Cha-cha kind of gives up the act of being quiet and just walks inside. Mm-hmm. Okay. You come in and you see that eight-year-old or apparent eight-year-old kid is now sitting up on one of the counters in the sort of back of the workshop area. The living area is pretty much undisturbed right now, but in that workshop area where you guys initially subdued the snake, the kid is sitting up on a counter and kind of kicking his feet back and forth. And uh, Buddy Cobb is standing there basically kind of in the center of the room, the way he always is in his sort of ebon and flame. Talia, you have just found this note in your pocket from your mother that says, meet me at Gma's house tonight. I think, where are we right now? I think you're just in an alley somewhere after shopping. You kind of ducked over somewhere to talk. Hey, guys. um, (laughs) Look what I found in my pocket. What's that? Paper, Italia. Yeah, and do you want to read what's on the paper? Uh, okay. <laughs> read noise, read noise. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, your mom. Yeah, I remember her. Me neither. Hi. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, Canon, Nick's never met. No. Yeah. No. How did she get that in your pocket? I. I'm fairly certain. I. How did my grandmother escape a bunch of handlers trying to knife her? No, I know, but I had us all disguised. Also, when did this? This could have been in my pocket that whole time. Yo, though, didn't that Crab King say that your mom was waiting for you in Shalmus? Yeah, I think that was just a weird experience, and I need to not talk to people who say they know me. <laughs> because they probably know her, and apparently she just wants to kill everyone. Also, I don't know if you guys remember, but we recently found out that tomorrow was like my mom's BFF, and incidentally, she's no longer alive, and that's a direct result of me, actually. Well, Italia... We can discuss that farther, but it's definitely my fault, so I just can't imagine that it's going to be like a great conversation, and like, we have another meeting tonight. So, Italia, in all fairness, I could have, like, not killed her. We didn't know. She was never like, I actually have your best interests at heart. Oh, no, I'm not saying we did the wrong thing, but I'm just saying, like, give me a little credit, okay? I'm not, like, I'm not <laughs> mad about it. I'm just, okay, yes, I guess you, you did the killing aspect, but... Thank you. I just, it's my mother. Will she see it that way, or else she just be like, it's always a Talia's fault? I have no idea, dude. I've never met your mom. She's not my grandmother, minimally. <laughs> that may or may not be true, dude. That That is a fact, Talia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, why hang out with mom when you could hang out with grandma? <laughs> Dilly, as they're talking about this, you notice that you have lost track of Cha-Cha. 
And when you turn to look around, you see what you think is like a flash of a red cape moving amongst the throng of the streets. Uh, oh. Hey guys, Chacha just kind of, well, she's not here and left that way. My point. We? Did she say anything? I, all, all I saw is her cape just fucking vanish. Um, I think make sure disguises up that they at least go to the end of the alleyway and try to see where she's going. It's hard to see her in this crowd because she's so much shorter than everybody else. Ah, and I'm just out of short. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did not see where she went. I was too busy looking at this stupid note. Could we be worried? Maybe, but also it sort of felt like Chacha had some soul searching to do still, and maybe we I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you know what we could do? We could uh we could ask Mama Jay to look in her fire. Yeah. I'm sure that fire looks at everyone. Do you think it looks at everyone? Or does it have to be, do you think they have to be like... No, Italia, I think she, it looks at whoever Mama J wants it to look at. So you don't think they have to be like magically tied to the fire? Okay, well, we'll see. I don't know what magic is, Italia. They just have to be in the bathroom so that she can see it through her hidden cameras throughout the city. She's got to pee sometime. What time of day is it? Late morning. We did brunch, we shopped. For a refresher, Nix is wearing a denim jacket and 90s windbreaker pants. <laughs> oh, Dilly's also wearing new duds. It's more outdoorsy, sturdy stuff <laughs> without holes in it. But you guys are all still disguised, right? Yeah. Yeah. Disguised. Except for Cha-Cha, who's now out of your range. Without the disguise, Tali's wearing the same outfit. Oh, do you not want the disguise, Tali? No, I want the disguise. Didn't we decide Atalia's disguise is just Atalia with her hood up? <laughs> the fucking Marvel disguise. <laughs> Captain. Yeah. No one will recognize me. Except your obviously. Mom. Yeah. Her hood is up and her hair is blonde. Those are the only two changes. And the hood covers up the fake blonde hair. Amazing. <laughs> I love it. It's like real life. But Atalia is the only one not publicly wanted, so. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants me. Until now. What the fuck, guys? I'm here to help you work through whatever this is. Um, I don't really want to go meet my mom. This seems like a horrible idea. Yes, let's go meet my mother at a predetermined place and location in which she will have the advantage. And I just can't imagine she's very happy with me right now. Why? Like, you haven't seen her in, like, a decade? I don't know how I know that. It's just instinct, man. (laughs) Just the vibe you give off. It might even be longer than that. Since I met you, dude. Yeah. Well... Yeah, this is a little over a decade now. Do you keep track of time? Sometimes. I I try not to think about it, because, like, I feel like focusing on the negative aspects of our life isn't really beneficial, but, like, this isn't a negative aspect of my life I really want to resolve. I just want to, like, live my life without her. Okay, then live your life without her, dude. Like, let's not go to GMAs. Let's just go to Mama J's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My mom really wants to talk to me. Clearly, she can find me. Okay, but I had an idea. Okay. All right. And at this point, just spend four XP and advance Nyx uh, and add four points to her intelligence pool. Mm, okay. Because you've been hanging out with Italia. Nyx, what's that blood vessel just kind of popped out of your temple? <laughs> That's my thinking blood vessel, Billy. It increases blood flow to my brain, and I know that now. Is that a human thing <laughs> or an abhuman no. thing? Italia, you seem really caught up on that. <laughs> So I was thinking, like, you know, about the key assassins and distracting the queen. Like, what if we distracted her with something only my parents could help with? 
So I think we need to go back to the house and get get my see if my uh mom's calendar is there. What if we tell the queen that my mom is a key assassin? How are we gonna tell the queen that? Talia, think think Okay, okay, sorry. Don't work the blood vessel too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, but what does what do your parents do? Like what does your mom do? Oh yeah, she uh she works near the palace. She's always talking about other countries and stuff. She writes a lot. Like letters or books? Next, do you not know what your mom does? No, she works for the queen. Doing what specific task? Policy. About? Other countries, Dilly. I feel like I said all of this. <laughs> That's still very um, vague. So is she a diplomat? Is she an ambassador? No, she's not an ambassador. She help, like she gives the ambassadors info- information and stuff. And the queen, and well, she used to give the queen information. That's cool. Wait, your mom's a spy? No. Okay. My mom works in an office. She writes papers, Talia. Right. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm confused. I feel like none of us have enough information. What's your dad do? <laughs> he works for the city. Doing. <laughs> city administration. So how would either of them know about key assassins is what we're trying to get to. Oh, I'm sure my mom knows all about Key. Like, she was really good at her job. So, what do you think we can convince the queen that she only needs your parents for besides, like, hey, we misplaced a document somewhere. What do we do? I don't know yet. That's why I want to go back and actually, like, look at their papers. You want to go back? Let's go back to your house. Let's go do that right now. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Sally, I think you should go in, because you're the sneaky one. Okay. I'll, uh, break into your house for you. (laughs) (laughs) I was quite the mood change. <laughs> oh, thanks, Natalia. Yeah, um, should we go do that now? Yeah, fuck it. Or we could go to my dad's office, but I don't know if they would have took his stuff or not. Probably at this point, and also it might not be great to like wander into your dad's office in the middle of working hours. Oh, it is working hours. Mm-hmm. So smart, Natalia. Go to the house. Yeah, let's be sneaky about it, though. Okay, you guys head to Nix's house. Disguised. Yes. Also, I want to take us on a sneaky route. <laughs> okay. So give me a stealth roll of nine with your specialization. That'll be a three. That's a six there. Okay. Do you find a nondescript way to get them back to the house? Okay. How do you plan on entering the house? It is the middle of the day. Dilly, can you cast an illusion that looks like the front of the house? Uh, yeah. Okay. But is there a way to get a, into the illusion without being seen? Yes. Okay. I'm going to boop into it then. I can also disguise this as, like, city guards just coming here for, like, city guard stuff. Or queen's guards, probably. Queen's guards? City guards? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Sure. Uh, let's do that. <laughs> I like that option. <laughs> Okay. Dilly probably costs you more intellect points, but you can do that that way. You can take a quick breather when we get in, right? Just quick. Yeah. So, Italia, done this a couple times now, so you don't have any problem opening the lock. And, uh, yeah, you guys are now inside the house. What would you like to do? Where does your mom keep her letters? Remember, they've already searched through here, too, so... Yeah, I just want to look through the papers and... I imagine maybe during her 
her ailment, she would still do some sort of work, or at least had for a while, maybe from home. So just see if there's anything left of that. Not much. And most of the work is from at least a few months ago. Most of the stuff that she has at home is pretty benign reports on like trade routes and things like that that are happening. You, Nick's probably have the impression that your mom probably dealt with more sensitive stuff. It's probably just not the kind of thing that she brought home. Nick's will we'll take it all. And then any like contact books, I guess, even if it's her parents' friends instead of their coworkers. Okay. Yeah, there's a, there's there's a few there's a small book of of names there, nothing nothing fancy. I can't believe I didn't think of this last time, you guys. Wow, that's like an address book. A what book? It's totally like a third world. <laughs> We're actually in the eleventh world. Yeah, like I'm saying, it's like really old old Numenera. Oh, gotcha. Is it like a PDA? Yeah, like even older. <laughs> Atai, you feel like a weird thrumming from your bag. I investigate the thrumming in my bag. It is the plate. The plate seems to be glowing and vibrating faintly in a strange pattern. And it seems like the glow is growing and then it suddenly dims and stops like somebody flipped off a switch. How you doing over there? Yeah, that was fucking weird. Can I um, understand Ding Numenera to see what happened to that maybe? You can try. Okay. It is a 21 understanding Numenera role. You are specialized, so that makes it a 15. Then I'll spend two levels of effort. Okay, so that brings it down to a 9. I would also like to just have a friendly reminder that I'm a superb infiltrator, and sometimes I can tinker to make devices work for me. Are you going to try to tinker with the plate? Maybe not. Okay, let's just understand it. That's fine. <laughs> That's a 3, so... Yeah, you're you're not sure. It's really annoying. It's weird. Didn't do that before, but you're not sure. Guys, this is really not my specialty. I don't know. Something definitely happens. Isn't it entirely? Aren't you specialized in this? Well, not in fucking whatever order the BTS. Yeah, yeah, the Benevolent Traveler Society. Sorry, BST. <laughs> <laughs> B-SOT is what we like to call it when we shorten it, Dilly. SOT? B-SOT? Oh, Evelyn yeah. Society of Travelers. It's basic vowels. You mean like you were soaked in water? You're besotted all the time? You're like passionately in love with maybe a slightly sexual contest? What? B-SOT? Natalia, right. <laughs> focus. Natalia, it's okay. Numenera is not really my thing either. Okay, but I feel like I maybe could have understood this had circumstances been different, but they weren't. <laughs> okay, what about this? It's been too long. Nix, what if we just did the thing that we've been putting off and go talk to Dr. Oz? Oh, have we been putting that off? Well, you have. Uh, You're the one who's like, oh, she's so nice and fine. She might be an expert on this. Atalia, this is not how you treat your friends. Dr. Oz is not our friend. She's been ripping you off. No, Atalia, I'm your friend. Okay, well, let's go talk to Dr. Oz then. That was rude, dude. What was rude? Saying that she's been ripping off your family when I've been saying that for a minute? That's truth. Don't you want truth from me? It's more your tone, you know? Okay, Jesky, they're just fighting. I do this every <laughs> now and then. 
Jeski has like sort of huddled behind Dilly. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Why are mom and dad fighting? I just feel like you're yelling at me. And I, and I, I, I'm sorry. I'm just angry that I don't understand this really intriguing plate. Oh, it's okay, Italia. I don't understand it either. Anyway, yeah, let's go talk to Dr. Oz. You know? Okay. It's Dr. Oz. I would appreciate it. If you... Dr. Oz? Taraz. Taraz. Taraz? <laughs> <laughs> we broke Marietta. <laughs> <laughs> that was the canonical decision that Stace made so that we don't get sued. <laughs> I literally did not know. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Oz is also fake, so it's fine, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I can take you to Dr. Oz. Okay, so if there's one thing that Dr. Oz likes, it's to be paid on time. Okay, so we should not be me. You know, you've done plenty of that. I feel like paying her and that hasn't really gotten you the results you wanted. So maybe we should try like not being nice to her. You made the last payment on time, I thought. That's what... Technically, I made it late, but I'm just saying we should, like, be new patients or something. She knows us, though, doesn't she? Wait, wait I haven't met her, have I? Mm-mm. Oh. No. You think she knows my mom? Because if she doesn't know my mom, I could be very ill. You know? I'm seeking care. I have no idea if she knows your mom, Italia. Okay. Like, me and Dr. Oz ain't like that. Okay. Maybe it should be Dilly who needs assistance. Do we have money at all? I got money. I just I don't spent... know. You guys just spent a shit. Yeah, I was going to say, I just spent all of my shins. I think I have 12 left or something absurd. Nick holds up two bulging bags of shins, and she's like, is this money? Yes. <laughs> is what you're talking yes. About. <laughs> I'm just saying maybe it would be smart for me not to go as me, since I'm wanted. And... No, that's what I'm saying. We'll go under illusion. We can be a family seeking help from this nano. And then once we're being treated, we can jump her and be like, tell us things. Oh, I have the squid hat. Oh, the lot eater or an actual squid hat? Yes. Okay. They're the same thing, Italia. You gave it to me. Let's see if we can set up an appointment with Dr. Taraz. No. Wow. That's not her name. Taraz. Dr. Taraz. Taraz. Doc Her name is Taraz. Oh. Her title is Doc. As in like doctor? As in a doc. I wouldn't know <laughs> Italia. <laughs> if you're from like a rural middle of nowhere, like like hillbilly town, yeah, you'd say doctor instead of doc. Uh, yeah, honestly, it would be kind of rude to call her doctor. Like she's just sort of some sort of, you know, barn surgeon, Italia. She's not any type of surgeon. Okay, we need to go find this lady. <laughs> I would like to find her. I have, I personally have some questions for her after you're done asking yours, so. I really feel like we should think harder about how we're going to approach this. <laughs> Dilly, do you have any suggestions? Question on the light eater. Is it only visual that, or it only from seeing the tentacles move that it uh, tells you that something's lying? I think it also changes colors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we just need to get alone in a room with her, which would be a reasonable thing if we were patients, right? Or if we were there for a patient. Yeah, but that would probably get one of us in a room alone with her. Oh, I have a plan. What if I... No. Worth too much money. Say, what if I told her I had the back, you know, AI odor? She probably knows that your mom's been arrested, though. 
Atalia, you sneak in. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Okay. You want me to sneak in and talk to her? You search her office while Dilly's being a patient. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I can do that. If the exam room's separate, is it? Would Nix know that? Nix doesn't have any idea. Nix has only gone there for payment. We'll go as a family. Dilly is our sick, sick son. Cousin. <laughs> Cousin. <laughs> Please, my son, he's very sick. <laughs> well, I thought we were going to be under illusion or disguised anyway, so... Just a quick thing, my illusion also only lasts if I have line of sight, so if we get separated, then... Dilly's also wanted. That too. Well, I'm not, so how about you guys stay together and I'll leave. Alright, you're our sick cousin. Yes. Me? Yeah. Dilly. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm so sick. Because you can be undisguised and go into a room without us. Because again, my I can only disguise you if I can see you. No, I thought we would just all go in together, and then you guys could go see her, and I could have to pee and go check out her office. Natalia, we can't see anybody. Especially not a nano who might be able to see through illusions. Oh, shit. That's right. Okay, so uh, let's go case the joint minimally. It is settled. We will go case the joint. Let's go check out her office. I want to see what that's like. She doesn't mind us not always do home visits. Let's see if we can find out her schedule. She only has her home, so she either does home visits or she sees people in her home. And she's not that far away from Nix's family. She's in the same nice area of town. Her house is incredibly respectable, very well put together. There's clearly a lot of money flowing through here. And uh, what would you like to do? I want to case the joint. I want to sneakily walk around it and see entrances and exits and people coming in and out. And if they have, like, she has guards or if there's any weird new Monera traps, that kind of thing. Okay, so let's do two things then. First, give me a stealth roll of 12. That'll be a six for you. It's a 17. Okay, so it's unseen. Now give me some sort of perception searching roll of... I'm trained in perception, searching, and listening. Okay, so then for you, it would be a nine. <sighs> Got any XPs? Yeah, I have two. I'm going to spend one. That's 19. I like that. I like that 19. What would you propose as a minor effect? I'm confident if there are guards in what their routine is, and I think I might have found a way in. Okay. Yeah, so I would say there aren't any guards. Okay. You are aware of servants in the household. There are two, a butler and a maid. And apparently, from what you can tell, Dr. Oz is not there right now. But the servants are there moving around. And you've identified at least a couple windows that you could try to go into. You can see like the servants moving around, but you don't necessarily know like everything that they're doing. So it's hard to predict where they'll go. Okay. I will share that information as I'm, like, casing it when I come back around. Presume, like, I did a loop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I don't think she's home, unfortunately. However, I could just see if she has a home office. Maybe she's got a calendar in there, and I could see where she is, and we could, like, catch her while she's on her way home. Nick, you've been in that, right? So you know where the home office is? Uh, oh, yeah, I know where her office is. That's where she accepts fat stacks cash. All right, that uh, Talia could probably just sneak right up in there. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Good. Okay, I'm going to go break in and 
steal stuff out of our office then. Okay. Are you just going to do that? Or are you guys going to still have the others provide a distraction for the servants? <gasps> do you want to knock on the door and ask where she could be? You could just be showing up to pay and ask, like, what happened to your mom? Or not. I don't know. Does she know that you're wanted? Okay. But I, I, what if we did this? Uh, we are in the market for a family doctor, so we're just asking about rates and stuff. Just basic questions that I would assume servants would be able to answer. Yeah, definitely. And it could be like, I thought this is where her office was. I'm sorry, I didn't realize it was her home. No, it it is the same thing, Italia. Okay. She works out of her home. Well, no, but we don't know that, Nick. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I thought this was her office. Oh, her office is here. That's really cool. Where is she? Okay, that's good. Let's do it. Okay, you guys do that. I'm going to go around back, and I think I can climb in through that window. Where is her office in the house? Is it upstairs? Second floor, yeah. Okay, is there a window that I can climb into on the second floor? Okay. There's also a wall. I can climb. You go talk to them at the door, and I will get in. That's my job. And then Talia will disappear. (laughs) Where's Jesky? Where's Jesky? Jesky, stay. (laughs) All right, this is Stace talking. We stop asking about Jessica because she just goes. She just appears places where she's supposed to be. That's the way she works. I think that Jessica might actually be able to completely turn invisible. We've just never seen her do it. <laughs> Jessica has provided <laughs> Italia assets on stealth in the past, but climbing a wall is probably not the thing that would be helpful for with Jesky. So, yeah, I think Italia would tell Jesky to wait in the bush slash trees that we're sleuthing mm-hmm. in. Like, here, please be a stealth, Jesky. Okay, love you, bye. Alright, good plan. So, let's start with Nix and Dilly. Well, first, I take an action recovery roll, because disguise takes us so much. I feel great. I do that, then I disguise Nixon myself as some like hoity toity upper, upper class. Nix is kind of like some uh, very demure, elegant looking lady, and myself is kind of like some big, just like. Rrr. With an extravagant mustache? No, I have like this kind of neck beard that I really should shave, but <sighs> too much money to. It's okay, he has money, so it doesn't matter. It's really, it's fine. Gotcha. I can do what I want. Like that mm-hmm. kind of beard. Exactly. You'll still respect me because of how expensive my clothes are. You don't care about my neck beard. It's fine. I would like to roll, I don't know if this would be applicable, social interactions to see how well Nyx does emulating the hoity-toity ladies that she knows. Okay. We'll get to that. Okay. So you guys are going up to knock on the door, I take it? After you, uh, husband. Oh, oh, come on. This is the ninth. This is the ninth world. It's it's not like that. No, no, not, I, I'm too good to knock on the door. Oh, OK, of, of course. Wife. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need a bard. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Billy Knox. There's a moment and then the butler answers the door. She's a handsome woman in her 30s with sort of dark hair, but sort of streaked with gray. And she answers the door and says, yes, do you have an appointment? Uh, I uh, presume that you are the Dr. Tarak? No, Dr. Taraz is, is not in right now. She's uh, currently occupied with business with the, the Queen's Court. Oh, uh, 
Well, we just moved here from Shalmas, and we're looking for a new doctor. Roz. Dr. Oz. We're looking for a new nano for medical treatment. Oh, um, well, Dr. Oz is not really, you know, general practice. Is there something specific you're looking for? Well, we don't like to talk about our projects with servants, but kind of. Okay, so now give me the the social role. That was well done. So it's a, I'm going to give you an asset to start. So it's a nine and then you're specialized if I remember. So that's a three. Who needs a bard? Yeah, seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh well, they look mildly offended, but they're like, "Okay, well, you know, she probably won't be back for you know at least an hour." Um, I don't, not exactly sure how to help. I can try to see if we can get you an appointment for later this week. Well, what sort of services does she offer? Indeed, highly specialized. I'm sure a servant like myself wouldn't really know all the details. Probably not. But does she do house calls or does she only, you know, accept consultation in the office? Uh, She does consultation in the office, but she does do house calls for treatment. That's very convenient. What's what's her uh, speciality? Is she uh, mostly in doctor or a bone doctor or does she specialize in strange or the weird she deals with a combination of unusual cases and high profile wellness Ooh, high, well, profile high profile wellness. wellness as you can see from our array of uh, jade eggs she has a very oh. burgeoning business there i know what you do with those indeed <laughs> it's well known what you do with those <laughs> Okay, so we're going to cut over to Italia. Italia, please make a climbing roll of nine. Okay, when I'm trained in climbing, it's a nine. <laughs> okay, so you climb up to the window, no problem. The window is currently latched, so you're going to need to try to do some sort of infiltration-type roll to get the do- the window unlatched so you can open it and get inside. Okay, I think I'm trained in lock picking now. Yep. Superb infiltrator. Yeah. Covers that. So it is a 12 to start. You've got superb infiltrator, which brings it down to a nine. And I think you have light tools, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's a six. That's an 18. Okay. So you get the window open. No problem. As you come into the house, I need you to make a stealth roll of nine. So that's a three for you. I spend my other XP. Oh, my. Eat that die. That's a 17. (laughs) Okay. I need a dice jail. Yeah, tweet me your favorite dice jails and I'm on a hike. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you slip in as far as you can tell unheard. So how how in-game does this reroll work? How does she manage to pull this off? I think it's, like, kind of breezy outside today. So I think she climbs up no problem, and she, like, opens the window, but then it, like, slams back down or something, and she's like, shit. But then she waits a second, and, like, there's no other noise. She slides it back open, and she gets in, and it's fine. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, that was just the wind. (laughs) Okay, so you're now in Doc Taraz's office. There are various paintings and Numenera on display on the walls, and a fairly large quite beautiful sort of synth desk in the center. 
with rather extravagant accents on each of the corners. All right, the first thing I'm going to do is scan the area. I presume the office is not massive. No, it's not. So your scan tells you that there are Numenera on the walls. Some of them are ciphers of various types. None of the ciphers on the walls are any more than level four. You'd have to look at them in more detail to kind of figure out what they were. There are no traps or alarms that you can detect. Okay, so she doesn't have, like, a webcam in the corner just filming me. That's kind of what I was looking for. No, as far as you know not. Okay, then I'm gonna quietly tiptoe over to her desk and begin my investigation of the papers. I want to see if she has any sort of, like, record system. Can I find the information on Nix's mom? Any correspondence with the queen? You know, that kind of thing. Okay. To give me a search roll, searching or investigation roll of... 12. All right, I'm trained in searching. Okay. That's a nine. That's a nine. <laughs> okay. So there are various files. They seem to be, to some degree, in a shorthand that you don't recognize. They're not encrypted, per se. It's something you could figure out if you had time. You could spend time trying to decipher it, but you... that I mean, we're talking half hour to an hour. You know, it's not going to be something you're going to figure out immediately. One thing you do find is a calendar book. You notice that there is an appointment in there that was initially just once a month, just listed as SE. And then now it seems to be listed for every three days going forward in the future. It wasn't like that before now, but starting this week, it is now every three days going in the future. And there is a note there that it is essentially at the tower. And that's where the queen is? The tower is the queen's prison. It is not the palace. Uh, and when did those... It started when Nix's mom was captured? Or It looks very close to that. All right, I'm going to look over this and try to memorize the schedule a little bit, especially to see if there's any place that we could find her, like cross paths with her. Okay. Um, one of her appointments, it should be wrapping up right now. Because she should be coming And up. it is the SE appointment at the tower. Like, so in theory, she should be wrapping that up, and there's nothing else in her calendar. So presumably she's... She'd be coming back home. All right. Um, is it... And I'm... Can I find... Based on this SE scheduled appointment, can I find any notes, like, relating to that? There are notes there, um, but again, they are in a sort of shorthand. It would take you time to decipher it. And so you could take the notes, but the likelihood is that they would be noticed if they were missing. At some point, you don't know. But given how often these appointments are scheduled for SE, you would assume that it is going to be... Those notes are probably checked rather frequently then. Okay, I guess I will... Shoot. Tell you, we'll look at them a little bit more and like memorize where they are and try to make sure that everything's like put back the way it was so that she doesn't realize that anyone was in here. Okay. And sort of do a slow circle, see if there's anything else that seems as though it would be pertinent to any of our situation. You don't see anything else that's necessarily pertinent to your situation in this room. Okay. I will um, sneak back out then and leave the notes responsibly. Okay. I think you get out no problem. We cut back to Nix and Dilly chatting with the butler. Aww. So are you looking for something 
like if I understand you can't talk about it, we could try to schedule an appointment. I'm afraid Dr. Oz is quite booked up. It, it you know, it might be a week or two before she can consult with you. Oh, we're just scoffing around. Tell us, are uh, these high profile uh, conditions that you talked about? Is this the word you used? High profile wellness and very specialized conditions. Uh, tell us, what kind of high profile wellnesses? She can provide general wellness advice for those with sufficient capital to afford her services. As I said, we have these jade eggs. We also have some aromatherapy candles <laughs> that are specialized. It's, uh, how 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 uh, is her? How well first is she in? Crystals. I can't speak for Dr. Oz, but I'm happy to schedule a consultation for you where you can discuss with her. Yes, let's do that. And uh wondering if we could perhaps examine your jade eggs. I am in the market for a new one, the old one. Oh, yes, it is I getting... I to say what happened to the old one. Suffice it to say, it's getting quite... Uh, what's the word you used earlier, didn't you? Well, the... um. I mean, these these eggs here are just display models. They're not intended for use on the wall here. I understand. Do you have them in stock for sale? Could I pick one out today? No. Dr. Oz doesn't believe in just having random sales there. Oh. It requires a full consultation so that she can review your needs, your biological details to make sure that she finds the egg that's most suited for your needs. Alabaster, did you hear that? He's prudent. <laughs> very intriguing. <laughs> Much better than the uh, one we hired in Shalmus. I would love to schedule a consultation with Dr. Oz. Okay. Um, just a moment. If you want, you can come in here to the sitting room, and I will check um, Dr. Oz's calendar. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> so Butler leads you in to the sitting room. Italia's over here fucking being prudent, and y'all are like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they they lead you to the sitting room. The sitting room is, is what we've described before for when Nix was there. There are some portraits of Dr. Oz on the walls. It's a relatively nice, comfy sitting room. The butler leaves. Italia, you're sneaking out in no problem, but as you're climbing down the wall, you hear the door to the office open. And somebody walks over to the desk... And then leaves the room, comes back down, and um, the butler re-enters the sitting room, carrying a book, presumably a calendar book, and says, Yes, I see I have an opening here um, a week from today at 10 a.m. Stace, you said something, but we couldn't hear you. Uh, yes. Um, please put down uh, Stasia Featherwhite for an appointment next week. Okay. So the butler writes it down and says, excellent. Um, do you need a card or will you be able to remember? I'm going to need a card. Card? How fancy. Certainly. And the butler pulls a card out of her jacket pocket, jots down the date and the time, hands it to you, says, we will see you in a week's time. Thank you. Rifle. And uh, they lead you out the front door. Cha-cha. Buddy Cop is standing there. He looks at you and and says I thought we should have a talk away from the others and luckily enough Bastion here was willing to assist in bringing you along I mean yeah I think we should talk because 
People are making a lot of wild accusations now. And I have a bomb now, so yeah. People need to respect me now and tell me honestly what they're really thinking. I couldn't agree more. And I'm sorry that, you know, you've you've heard these things. I do have a question for you before we get started, Chacha. There's something different about you. And then you hear a voice in your head go, oh no. Oh, yeah. I think it's from that time I got cloned and then we were on the ship and there's just a bunch of crazy stuff in that ship, man. I've also grown as a person. Yes, I'm, I'm sure that's the case, but it's odd for you to have this other entity inside of you. Is that a wanted thing? I mean, so far, so good. He doesn't, uh, you know, he's not annoying like the snakes. As soon as you said snakes, the little boy kind of like looks around, you know, startled, and uh, starts checking the sidelines, but there isn't any sign of any of these snakes. The snakes seem to be having an interesting time, but I don't know. I'm still in the air about him. Nothing's wrong. Hey, that's fair enough for me. I, I'm just along for the ride. So, if uh, do you have any concerns about having a heart-to-heart with your little friend hanging along? From what I understand, the bigger threat is unknown horrors rather than my new friend. They don't seem to really be able to go anywhere, so it's just like having an easy second opinion without having to explain everything. All right. Well, if that's what you feel, we can have a discussion. Bastion, would you do me a favor and watch the door? We want to make sure that none of our friends come and disturb us. Bastion looks up at him and says, Okay, I mean, I can I can deal with the, the snakes, but if it's the other ones, um, you're on your own. Because they creep me out, man. And Buddy Cop looks at him and says, You couldn't do anything about the other ones anyway. Looking for the imps will be fine. <laughs> and so Bastion hops off the counter, comes by looks at you and says, I used to be just like you. And then he wanders out the door. And Buddy Cop looks at you and says, I understand that you've talked to other individuals who have questioned whether or not I'm leading you down a right path. I mean, like, that kid, what he said right there, that that kind of throws up red flags. Like, he used to be just like me. That's kind of like one of those things where I'm like, Man, that really gives credence to other people's suggestions that you are not a good person. But at the same time, I'm just like, think of our history. Think of the times you helped, like the time we went to the ruins and you were like, yo, this way. And they were that way. Yeah. Bastion is where he is because he made his own choices. He was not unlike you at one point, but I didn't have anything to do with him becoming the way he is. So... Depending on what happens to me, I can become a horror, too. Oh, you're capable of many things, Cha-Cha. That's why I'm so interested in you. And, like, Nick says I shouldn't just, like, kill people, but at the same time, it's just like, what about self-defense? Murder in self-defense is okay. And I don't think people get that. Oh, I would agree. I mean, sometimes violence is necessary. This is a dangerous world that we live in. 
not everything can be solved easily. Cha-Cha, I wanted you to be able to trust me. And I understand there have been others saying things that are not... You've met some of the others in our quartery that have not been as kind to me. But I can promise you this, Cha-Cha, I will never lie to you. I realize that's a big leap to make, but perhaps something more transactional would make it easier for you to trust me. Like you're going to pay me to open the door, or are you going to what? I'm thinking of a trading of favors. That could be useful, because we have to get Nix's parents out of jail. There was an oopsie, and they're in jail now. And I've been told that we're supposed to not have many casualties while helping them escape. Hmm. Yeah, that's very, uh, that's a difficult situation. I think I remember her family from one of our earlier meetings. Yeah, you were at brunch. Hmm. Well, I might be able to help with that. Um, we could at least try to figure out how I might be able to help. Let me ask you a question, Cha-Cha. Do you have any of your special medicine on your person? Yeah, I always have some. It's one of those things that when I go out to get supplies, you always see it in the forest. Okay. Would you be willing to take some now? I might be able to enhance your sight in order to see farther, not just across a veil. What would it cost? This is just exploratory. There's no no cost yet for this. I'm trying to figure out how I can help you, and perhaps giving you insight will help us figure that out. I mean, the worst that could happen is I lose my eyes and become like Bastion, so no harm, no foul. Let's try it. If you'd like, uh, I believe there is a more comfortable chair in the living space of this building. I'm afraid I'm not sure who tore off the door. Certainly not me, because I don't need to. I can just go through walls. It was probably one of the people chasing Dilly. He made some pretty bad enemies, and now one's living in his head, so... I consider myself lucky to not have one of those. Hmm. That's truly unfortunate. Shall we begin? Yes. Okay, so you chew your herbs... Once again, it takes a moment, and then this room starts spinning and glowing, and Buddy Cop seems wreathed in both traditional flames, but there's like a sort of inner nimbus of purple flame, and Buddy Cop says, All right, Cha-Cha, I just need you to relax and look at my heart. And he takes these deep black ebon claws and pushes them into his chest and peels back flesh there. And there's just like this dripping black goo. And you see this orange pulse in the middle that seems to spin. And you seem to be fallen for a moment. And then you're standing somewhere. Like, when you look down at your hand, you're clearly sort of translucent. You don't think you really are where you see. You're in some sort of building. There are, it's pretty, looks like thick stone walls for the most part. 
but up ahead you can see various arrays of barred doors. I think Chacha's going to take a moment and kind of collect herself and kind of start investigating the doors a little bit, but not get too close to them. Mm -hmm. So the doors look pretty large. They have pretty strong bars uh, pressed against, like the, the, they're latched very securely. They're keyed entry. Like it's not something where they just open, like they, like each door in this hallway seems to require a key. And actually, while you're looking at it, one of the doors opens and a guard comes through, shuts the door and locks it, and then proceeds to walk right through you as if he can't see you. And you feel a cold chill through the, your form as he passes by. Would Chacha recognize the guard's uniform? It's definitely Guard of Charmand because it looks exactly like the same uniform, maybe a little rougher, but very similar to the guard uniforms that you guys were accosted by outside the inn. I think then Chacha's gonna try and stick her head through the door that the guard just came in to see what's on the other side. It tickles when you do that, but you do manage to, like, it takes a little bit of effort, but you manage to kind of push your head through the door and you can see a long hallway of what looks to be barred cells, and you think you can hear somebody weeping. Chacha's gonna go investigate. Okay, so you go through the door, and as you walk down the hall, you, you see, as you get closer, you notice that at one of the far doors, there's a tall woman standing there in robes, and there is light pouring out of one of the cells and into a small device that she holds in her hand. And when the light stops coming in, you hear a voice from inside the cell say, Dr. Oz, she can't take anymore. This is like, can't you see how weak she is? Dr. Oz says, I'm just doing what the queen asked. She doesn't want your wife disappearing from the jail again. I think Chacha's gonna try and, like, somehow hurt Dr. Oz. Okay. How would Chacha like to do that? I wonder if an onslaught would work. Like a mental onslaught. Don't know. Let's try it. Okay. It's a 12 to hit. Actually a 9, because she can't see you at all. <laughs> well, it sucks to be Dr. Oz, because that's a 20. Mmm. Okay. So that changes a little bit about what the, how that's going to work. So I will say this. Under normal circumstances, your onslaught while in this form would have no effect. <laughs> but because you've got a major effect, keeping in mind that you're going from doing nothing to something, what would you propose as a major effect? I think, like, would giving her a really heinous migraine work? Yeah, it could be that. Like, yeah, so it's maybe not like, it's not the same thing as like direct damage, but you've, you've definitely, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So Dr. Oz grabs at her head and says, oh my God, oh, um, I'm, I'm sorry, Lesher, but this is, this, oh, God damn it. This is the queen's orders and she's not teleporting. And you, now you can definitely hear that voice as Nix's father. And he's like, but look at her, look how weak she is. You can't, like, I don't know what you're, you're coming too often. 
And she's like, I'm sorry, the queen doesn't want to leave any room for error. She insisted on every three days. Can Chacha try and go in and do like a healing check on what she assumes is going to be Nyx's mother in this all as well? Yeah, so you can go over there and now you can see that Nyx's dad is there. He looks okay. He's a little gaunt, but you think mostly from worry and stress, not from an actual health problem or anything like that. Nyx's mother, on the other hand, her eyes are sunken. It's like she's shrinking in on herself. For as long as you've known her, in part because of the stress she's been under with this condition, she's always looked a little fragile, but she never looked sickly like this before. She also looks a little like maybe even jaundiced. Like she's just kind of, her eyes are only like half open and she's, she's just breathing shakily. And Dr. Oz says, oh God, my head is killing me. I'm, I'm sorry, Lasher. Um, like I said, I'll, I'll do what I can. I'll put a word, in, but I need, I need to go now. Um, I'm, I'm not feeling well. And she takes her device and puts it into the folds of her cloak. And she goes over to a far door and knocks on it and says, it's Taraz. And a guard opens the door and lets her through and it shuts behind. And Lasher simply goes over and cradles Nix's mom in his arms and weeps. Using her healing skill with Chacha, be able to kind of determine how much longer Nix's mom could keep going at this rate? Obviously, you've only got so much context, but I think with your training, it would still be a nine because you've got, you know, some other background and there are these other things that have been said about Dr. Oz and things like that. Okay. Thirteen? Nix's mom can't stand much more of this. You know, if considering the way she looked in the ship on the way back and the difference between that and now, you don't think she's going to be able to survive another treatment. So that would give Nix's mom like three days. Yeah, assuming that Dr. Oz was communicating the correct timeline. Mm. Trying to think, like, I don't think I can use healing to, like, give Nix's mom more energy or anything, because it's kind of like a, I think that's an advanced skill. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're not exactly sure what this state you're in here. Like, you're clearly not fully you present. Like, it's more like your perception is here than anything else. I guess Chacha's going to then run after Dr. Oz and see mm -hmm. if she can kind of catch up and figure out what's happening. Mm -hmm. So Dr. Oz, she goes down a series of staircases and comes out, and this is clearly like some sort of tower attached to the, the palace or near the palace, rather. And she comes out on the street and she's still like sort of occasionally putting her hand up to her forehead and just massaging her brow like we all do sometimes with headaches, even though it makes no difference. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, she seems to be suffering. She doesn't like, she's definitely responding poorly to light. Like you definitely think it is like a migraine. Like, so it's a little light sensitive, but she kind of pulls up a hood to kind of block some of the, the sunlight and begins walking down the street. And you're a little disoriented because the only time you've been over by the palace was unfortunate. 
<laughs> um, so you don't know this area of town particularly well. You know, you could guess by where the sun is in the sky that she's probably heading back in the general direction of either Wardkala or Nix's neighborhood. You're not sure which one. Like you, you'd have to know the town better to be sure. As you're you're kind of following her, you feel like your sight getting a little fuzzy, and then you're back in Polos's shop. We cut back to Nix and Dilly. Have a wonderful day, <laughs> madam. You too. She looks at Dilly for a moment, almost with pity in her eyes, and then looks at Nix and says, I hope we can find something to help out your family. And then um, leads you out the door and shuts it. Nix is just thinking, be cool, be cool, be cool. And it's sort of like walking fast. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think Italia's like waiting there. Yeah, Italia's definitely back there by now. Italia's back there like petting Jesky and Jesky's licking her face. I think Italia's like laying on the ground, leaning on her elbow. Jesky's like on her back, like oh, living her best life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you guys walk in and Jesky is like licking Italia's face in like that moment, like where like some dog owners get with their dogs, where you're just like, Yeah, I don't know why you're allowing this to happen right now. <laughs> Such a good Zesky. <laughs> hey, guys. When we get back to uh, Atalia. Nix, what what was up with the eggs? Oh, um, there. some people think that they help uh, clean, keep your vagina clean. It's kind of like a cleanse. Oh. Uh, oh. Strengthen, you know, can help strengthen because you got to hold it in. Oh. Uh, Dingy was a bad word then. Holy shit. Wait, what are you guys talking about? Now you have to tell me. They do lose their shine, Dilly. They do lose their shine. What loses the shine? Jade eggs, Italia. Oh. Oh. So Dr. Oz is that kind of person. I see. I don't understand, Italia. High profile consultation. High profile wellness. Wellness, damn it. I can't believe you forgot again. Dr. Oz has a lifestyle brand that she manages as well as her medical practice. Oh, we should have asked about goop. Damn it. That's what she promotes, Jade Eggs. This whole thing is a goop joke. Oh, shit. See, I only, I only know the brand. We'll add an asterisk and some like news articles for reference. Guys, I don't go on Twitter that often, and I think my life is better for it. I want to interact with the fans, but... That's why you should come hang out in the Discord. All right, guys, I didn't do a reckless thing, so I need positive reinforcement for that, first of all. <laughs> Wait, you didn't go in? No, I went in, but I did oh, not oh. steal the notes, because I think she reads them every day when she does it. She's been seeing your mom, like, a lot. Pretty sure that's your mom on the calendar there. Um, I looked at that calendar book, and then they came in and took the book, like, right after I left. It was like, <laughs> wow, I'm really glad I left when I did. Oh. What did you learn? You were still in the room when they came in? I had left the room. I just left the room when they came in and got the calendar book. And it closed, Talia. What did you learn? Oh, well, I learned that she's been seeing your mom on the regs since she's been locked up at Yieldy Tower. Yeah, so... That's good. It's the same initials as from the appointments when she saw your mom. I, like, matched it up to that one appointment that you told us about. Anyway... 
That's really kind of her to continue to, to treat my mom while she's in prison. Dear, she's not treating your mom. Well, she's taking the dark energy. Okay. Well, I don't think she's helping your mother. I don't. I, I think you need to get out of your head that this woman is helping you in any capacity and is not just utilizing you for her own benefit. But if she's not helping my mom, that means that we gave her a lot of money and bankrupted ourselves for no reason. Okay, so then don't you want to fuck this chick up and get her shit so that you can have some money back? If she's Miss Jade Ag Candle Lady, I think she's doing just fine. I'm just saying... Denial is only going to get you so far, and I don't think this lady should be allowed to get away for it, with it, you know? Well, that's fine, Italia, but I just want to keep in mind that our ultimate goal is to free my parents. Oh, my God. She visits every three days. New plan. All the time. disguises himself as Dr. Roz. Or I do. Are you capable of disguise? Ooh, maybe not, but I would be capable of getting us out of there if I was in. I could disguise one of us as Dr. Roz and the other two as, like, servants or something i should not be dr oz because i clearly didn't know what the jade egg was for so i should not do the talking well i mean really only a very few people know what the jade egg is for there you know are alternative uses for the jade egg you probably could get by dilly ah let's not take the chance (laughs) also dan what reputation does the tower have for the uh normies of stramond is it a hardcore prison is it just like the holding cell what's up with it it is a scary prison. Sometimes people go in and they don't come back out. Sometimes people do go in and they come back out. It is very much shrouded in dread and mystery. The tower is a place where people go where you don't ask questions about them. Also, the tower. Fuck. Right? Like, holy shit. Hey, you know who would probably know a way to get into the tower? Mama Jay. Ooh, yeah. Why don't we go to our evening meeting? <laughs> Dan, what time is it? Still early morning? It's 2 p.m. Early afternoon at this point. <sighs> we could go get tapas. Go to Mr. E's cart. Yeah, it's not that you have to do something to fill this time. I'm just, just making you aware that you have time before the evening. Wait, aren't we going to check on Cha-Cha? Do you know where Cha-Cha went? Because I don't know where Cha-Cha went. Actually, do you think Jesky could, like, find her? Like, with the nose? Do we have a cha-cha item with us? Nix, you gotta have something. Jesky is currently, like, rolling around on her back, like, um, scraping her crystals against the ground and tongue lolling out the side. Jesky! Oh, she's so precious. Can you find cha-cha? Isn't she? Have you, ever, have you guys ever met a Seski like this before? Are all Seskis like this? I mean, the loyalty is pretty spot on, but... I've never met this much derp, but, you know. <laughs> she does do derp very good. Also, super quiet. I sometimes forget she's here. She has some mad dexterity, man. Uh, but yeah, besides that, it seems like a typical ch- uh, Seski, I think. Oh, okay. Jesky, do you think you can find Cha-Cha? Jesky looks at, looks at you and wags her tail kind of slowly but unsurely. Like, excited, but like... Clearly, like, not really understanding what you're asking her to do. Yeah, I think we need to talk to Mama Jaren. As lovely as Jeski is, we have no, like, I'll take something off Chacha next time we see her in case this happens again, but I don't have a dirty sock or anything. Hasn't Chacha used her clothes to, like, stop a wound on Nyx or somebody? Did that happen? He did help with some bandaging on 
somebody, but those bandages probably smell more like the person who was wounded at this point than they did at Cha-Cha. Cha-Cha ever given Nix anything besides the money? Just the money that I'm aware of. Gave her the bag. Well, I guess we don't know what Cha-Cha smells like. So you guys, you know, you have some options. You've got some time to kill. You could either try to look for Cha-Cha. You could try to do further investigation. You know that Dr. Raz is probably on her way back home at some point here. Or you could go check out the tower. You could do all sorts of things. You could try to look for the automaton. You could case out Jima's site. You could do all sorts of things. Personal dream is that we encounter the automaton on a dusty, desolate, deserted street. Mm. Wild West style. It wears a cowboy hat. Um, <laughs> Talia is being very weird about her mom, so probably not Gmas. I just don't think it's going to help like us with your family situation anyways, and I would rather have it be August. I actually had a question about your uh, thing, and I don't want to get weird, but like, how does how would your mom know that you are involved with uh, Tamara's death? You think my Tamara didn't tell my mom the second she became my handler? I it from I wasn't quite there, but it sounds like Nix killed Tamara before Tamara really had a chance to like tell anybody. I had already been in contact with Tamara for a couple of days. I just feel like there's no way my mom didn't know. I don't know. Yeah, how- I don't know anything about their dynamic. I don't know what's going on with my mother. I just I really don't even care. Listen, Natalia. First of all, when I killed Tamara. I killed Tamara. I also hid her body. I'm sure, like, it's still there? Like, how good? Look, if I know, I hope not. Did you, like, bury it 10 feet below the ground and perfectly concealed the ground to look at though it wasn't disturbed? No, I put it in some trash. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure that her body's been found right now. I mean, it's, it's Ward Kahlo, so, you know, who's to say? I think it was in Ward Anna, actually. It was Ward Anna where the auction was happening. Natalia, I'm starting to think maybe you have some hang-ups related to your mother. Oh, really? It's like she abandoned me when I was a child. <sighs> um, yeah, no, I don't want to go. Are you sure you don't just want her to have kept tabs on you, Natalia? Look, even when my mom was around, she really wasn't around. Uh, she was a very shit mom. I would have preferred it to never have contact with her or see her again. My grandmother wins, like, so much better. Like. <laughs> I wasn't kidding when I was said rather hang out with grandma than mom, of course. What makes you think your mom would start caring now about what you do? Why did she bother to send a letter to me if it wasn't over tomorrow or the situation we're in right now? Sent a letter like she put it in the mail? <laughs> also, what happens when you don't show up and then she comes to find you again? This may be your chance to say like, hey, fuck off. And then and you never see her again. We just already had another meeting scheduled. Like, she did not consult my calendar. Clearly, she has no respect for who I am as an individual, so why should I show up to her fucking meeting? She couldn't even bother to use the scheduling assistant in Outlook. Gosh. <laughs> Wait, there's a scheduling assistant in Outlook? Yeah. I gotta tell everybody at my work so they can <laughs> fucking use it. <laughs> <laughs> we apologize if anyone from uh, Stacey's work is listening to the podcast right now. Also, thank you for listening. If you are. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> we're, we're happy you're here. Yeah. Thank you for listening if you work with Stace. <laughs> Atalia, I think really you should take some space and maybe think through some things before you act rashly. Because you're all over the place today. I'm all over the place. 
I've been pretty concise on just being like, that's cool that you want things from me. I want nothing to do with you. That seems reasonable. Actually, I agree. I agree with Natalia. She's been pretty like on the ball and like chill. I would think I would say she didn't steal notes off a desk when she totally could have. Yeah, I thought you would be really proud of me. Natalia, I'm always proud of you. Okay, well, it doesn't feel like it sometimes. It's just because I know that, you know, we all have, we all, you're going to be the best thief this city has ever seen, Natalia. Or not seen. If you remember to put your hood up. I just want to be more than that, though. Okay, anyways, it's fine. You're going to be the best nano this city has never seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do you want to try to, like, jump duck? Taraz when she's coming home, or do you want to... Not yet. I think that we have enough materials here that we should go through them. Because I can't, I could not translate all of her notes. I would have had to take them at... No, yeah. Totally yeah. understandable. So maybe we should go just take a peek at the tower. Yeah, we could do like a large, a long loop and do a little, little scoping. I wonder if they do tours. What is it, Dilly? I've always wanted to do the night tour there. <laughs> and towers haunted. The ghost tour. <laughs> they do that at Alcatraz, I think. They have stopped taking tour After of Alcatraz that. at night. Yes. They do a super elaborate haunted house at Eastern Penitentiary here in Pennsylvania. It's crazy. It's this like gothic prison out here. Also, Italia, I think we only need to meet Mama J at like evening. And your mom seems like the kind of like Midnight, one o'clock in the morning meets. Yeah, so why don't we go meet with Mama Jaren and be like, hey, look what I got. And she can be like, ooh, maybe it would be advantageous if you win. Or she can be like, yeah, you don't really need to go. Natalia, if you don't want to go, I feel like it should be because you don't want to go. I don't. What would you regret more? You tell your mom to fuck off. I just don't want to get tangled up in it again. I just don't want anything to do with her. It's, uh, it's that's too fucking late. <laughs> Somebody who gets tangled up in shit. It's too late. Okay, well, I'll, I'll think about it. I'll take some time and I'll think about it, but I would like to talk to Mama Jaren first. That seems very reasonable. I'm curious about this Mama Jay, dear. You hear a voice from behind you in the shadows as Jima steps out in the alley. And that's where we'll end this episode. Fucking Jima! I was wondering when I'd see Grandma again. Okay. So, Marietta, something, <laughs> no, not Marietta. Uh, yeah, Marietta, something about this episode. Um, I liked the notes instead of taking them, even though she knows that she could have gotten more information out of it because it was the not giving away it thing. Anyways. Mm. Okay. She's grown. There's been some character development. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Very cool. We have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you an XP to check out something that we think you would really dig. This week, it is my turn. I will offer you all an XP if you check out the book series, The Laundry Files by Charlie Strauss. The Laundry Files is a, imagine all the cosmic horror stuff that you heard about is real. And it is moving towards an apocalypse and that there are specialized intelligence agencies that are designed to deal with it. But those intelligence agencies are as mired in bureaucracy as you would expect. So The Laundry Files follows The Laundry, which is a British occult intelligence agency, where they have found out that magic is essentially just computational, 
So demonology and things like that is essentially a branch of mathematics and computer science. And it is these agents who have to solve for these things to try to avoid the eventual apocalypse conditions of these cosmic horrors, while at the same time dealing with their expense reports and the scariest thing in their organization, which is the auditors. The series follows several main characters. The first few books follow the stories of Bob Howard, who is tasked with both field work in this, as well as information technology support within the agency because they are chronically understaffed. And it's really brilliant. Like it like bounces a line between being sort of like serious drama as well as also almost a satire of it. Each book is sort of patterned off of a historical, um, not historical, but like a previously famous spy novel and storyline, except it's then placed with that. The first book in the series is called The Atrocity Archives, which is really a collection of short stories. I would actually recommend you start off with the second book in the series, which is like a complete novel called The Jennifer Morgue, where Bob Howard is being sent totally unprepared to essentially try to deal with like a James Bond level issue with a megalomaniac that's trying to surface things from the deep ones deep beneath the sea that are currently in various treaties with the different governments. It's really good. It's it's both funny and really clever in the way things go on. You really feel for the characters. Bob Howard is the protagonist of the first few books and then there are there's at least one book that is his wife is the protagonist uh who's also an amazing agent. She is she is Dominique and she carries the essentially a violin that basically the violin of Eric Zahn that is made of like bone and uh, sinew and things like that and is a sentient creature of its own right. She's like a super weapon that they send out to investigate things. Later on, there are a couple other agents that you get to know of, like minor characters from the first books that become major players. It's a really elaborate series. I think it's like, might be up to six books now. But it's it's really fun. I love them a lot. They're they're quick reads and they are just a ton of fun. If you've ever read Charlie Strauss, he's really good at like he's done a lot of great like hard sci-fi. And then he's also done these laundry files, which are sort of cosmic horror meets bureaucratic satire meets, you know, classic spy novels. And it's really good because you get into also like not just the tensions between these occult players and the government, but also the different occult agencies across the country. Like, So there's the laundry and the UK, which is very bureaucratic and very much very Cold War. And then you have the Black Chamber in the US, which is very secretive, might be just as bad as anything else. And they're dealing with these occult threats beyond space-time, all trying to avoid the, what they call Case Nightmare Green, which is the ultimate apocalypse when the stars align and everything comes. And that's the other problem, is that magic, since it's computational, there's the risk that they always have to be monitoring people, because if somebody has too great a breakthrough in mathematics, they could be actually summoning something into the world, and they need to track them down. And 
bring them in and things like that. It's 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 a really fun series of novels. I highly recommend it. Once again, I'd recommend starting with the Jennifer Morgue because it's kind of got a sort of a classic Bond style framework, which is easy for you to group into. But the rest of the books are amazing as well. I highly recommend it. Um, there's some great ones about the Frosty Archives has some great short stories around like Christmas time and like unicorns, which are in this world are really scary and disgusting and freaky and all sorts of other things. So I highly recommend The Laundry Files by Charlie Strauss. That's fucking dope. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Has anybody else read The Laundry Archives at all? Oh, one day I'll read again. Closest I got was listening to like a few episodes of the Magnus Archives, which is kind of what this sounds like, but like in book form, more James Bondy. Yeah, a little different. I think you would dig a lot of the later books, Samson, but I think the Jennifer Morgue is the best jumping off place. Yes. So read the Laundry Archives. I will give you an XP for it. And the latest book just came out for it or will come out very close. There's so many books in the series now. It's, It's going fast. And Charlie Strauss is amazing. He's written a lot of great, like, like I mentioned, hard sci-fi stuff, like Saturn's Children about AI entities after humanity has disappeared, like trying to find meaning amongst themselves. And he wrote Singularity Sky about different types of AI. Like he's he's a brilliant author. And some of his books, like especially later on in the Laundry Archives, like some of the political stuff that comes involved with these occult things rising have very like scary analogs to what we see in modern politics. He's really brilliant at weaving that stuff together. Anyway, if people wanted to reach out to us to tell us what they think of the podcast or about the laundry files, if they've read them, how would they do that, Marietta? Well, if they were wise, they would just go to our website, explorerswanted.fm, and they would find links to all of the following. We are active on social media. You can find us at on Twitter at Explorers Wanted. Uh, we are on, also on Instagram at Explorers Wanted Podcast. We have a Facebook page, Explorers Wanted Podcast, on there as well. And then if you're looking to support us financially, it would be extremely helpful to help us reach some goals we have with furthering our content for you. We have a Patreon. Um, obviously, if that is something that is accessible to you, we would really appreciate that. We are Explorers Wanted on Patreon. We have a variety of tiers and stretch goals and get things like uh, letters from the cast and we are hoping to do another campaign one day maybe we'll see you mean the journals journals are we writing people letters journals she means the character journals i mean the character journals (laughs) anyway uh our patreon is a way to support (laughs) us we would appreciate that if you can obviously if and then really the best thing you can do for us if you want to hang out with us, interact with us, and give us feedback, and tell us what you think and, and feel, and show us pictures of your dogs or your plants, come hang out with us in our Discord. Uh, there are links to our Discord channel on all of our social medias and our website, and that is where we are most active. And we're still getting some new people to come hang out with us, and that feels really good. I love the community we have built on there. Mm-hmm. Still getting more people in our Discord. Mm-hmm. We're growing. Yeah. Come grow with us. <laughs> It's like we're a real show with people who enjoy it. <laughs> what the fuck? It's kind of crazy, actually. It is. It is. Uh, we are both humbled and delighted. And emboldened. At uh, the community. We're really excited to have this community. Yes. 
Everybody should be scared when Stace says emboldened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> should be afraid. <laughs> Definitely. Yes. But if you like the podcast, one of the best things you could do for us is to tell a friend and tell them what you like about the show and why they should listen to it. The second best thing that you could do for us is to leave us a five-star review on a podcast directory, specifically Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and Stitcher. Those written five-star reviews make a big difference to people trying out the podcast. The actual play podcast market, for lack of a better word, is there's so many shows. And so those reviews make a huge difference when people are looking through and trying to figure out, should I give this show a shot? Because we understand an hour is a big commitment for people. But we actually have some new five-star reviews. Um, we have a new one. Uh, Stace, tell us about that. Yeah, Pug Jellyfish left us a five-star review on iTunes titled, Explorers Wanted is RPGing at its best. These are friends creating a story together and having a lot of fun along the way. Numenera is a great game, and this gang does it proud with their quirky characters and engaging encounters. Whether you're a player, GM, or just enjoy storytelling and good times, this podcast is for you. Awesome. Thank you so much for that review. Yes, thank you. Also, Pug Jellyfish is a dope name. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. So thank you so much. Those reviews make a huge difference. If you didn't like the podcast or if you just felt it was meh. Well, I'd like to remind you, this is coming out amidst the winter holidays. And here at the end of this hellish year of 2020, I hope you can find some warmth and light. Ignore the scraping sound coming from your rooftop or the moaning from the lower floors. Those things aren't real. They are hungry, hungry, and so very patient. If you'd like to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Window. You can wish me a happy winter holiday at Slam Potato. If you have also started playing Genshin Impact and are really confused at what's happening, but are just like, everyone is so adorable, tweet at me at Realty Unicorn. You can tell me where to find the best LED Christmas lights at I'm on a Hike. <laughs> okay, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. Have a good night, day, afternoon, weekend, whenever you're listening to this. And bye! bye.